It may surprise you to hear that the very concept of math, a rigid, complex set of rules, can relate so much to art, even though they seem like utter opposites. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Art in Motion, a podcast where we can explore the idea of self-expression through various mediums of art. Today, I wanted to tap into a region of art that many people may not first look at when thinking about the word. You may think that art is a free, diverse, limitless form of expression. It still is, but it may surprise you to hear that the very concept of math, a rigid, complex set of rules, can relate so much to art, even though they seem like utter opposites. Now, when I think about the intersection between math and art, the first subject that comes to my mind is architecture. I really do consider this the true intersection between math and art because it combines the beauty of the finished product and the intense calculations of its creation. What I mean by this is when you look at a building, you don't really consider what went into it. You just look at the finished product and say what color it is, what materials they uh, use to build it, and things like that. But you don't really see how it got created because you aren't really seeing it get created. You're seeing the finished product. So the creation or the calculations that are made to make this is the math. There are so many intense calculations that have to be made to make this building perfect, or rather make it not fall down. It takes incredible minds to make this happen. But the design or art element that goes into architecture is the actual, you know, design of the building, as I mentioned before. The colors, the materials, the style of the building itself, things like that. So, in this case, these two elements are working together to create something beautiful and necessary. We see buildings all around us, but they aren't just, say, you know, slabs of gray concrete. They have a style, they have creativity put into them. So this is really what I mean when I say that these two things, math and art, come together to do this. Now, the second subject that I wanna talk about that relates to both math and art is scaling. Now, scaling the word itself is somewhat vague, so, Scaling is a process. The process of creating a grid on a smaller drawing and then copying this grid over to a larger sheet of paper and then you can copy over to the larger sheet of paper. Now, to explain this, well, first you have the grid on a smaller drawing. This drawing you will want to copy onto a larger sheet of paper. So you have a grid on the smaller piece of paper and you also have a grid on the larger piece of paper. This helps you identify exactly where certain elements of the drawing are to go. This is an extremely helpful tool for that reason. This really does connect to math because when I think of scaling, 
I think is kind of similar to a blueprint because on a blueprint, it is basically mapping out elements of a drawing or if it's a blueprint, then a building or something like that. So this also goes back to architecture. See, all of these elements of math and art kind of blend together and help each other thrive. So once again, scaling is such a helpful process. It can really help you, you know, make the drawing that you're trying to copy so much more realistic and true to the original drawing. The last subject that I wanted to talk about is proportion, ratio, and perspective. Now, these three things kind of relate to each other, and the reason why I'm grouping them into one subject is because they help art in the same way. When we're drawing, these things help us create a more polished and more realistic version of the drawings that we are trying to create. For example, when we're dealing with proportion, maybe we want to find out how big the eye should be in comparison to the mouth, or how far apart they should be, or something like that. Knowing about proportion can immensely help with this. And let's take on ratio. If you were to draw a six foot person and you said, okay, now I want to draw a five foot person next to them, you would need to know about ratio to know what that would look like. And for perspective, maybe you're drawing buildings from a person's point of view. You know how to draw with, you should know how to draw with ratio in order for this to look good. Now, all these three things relate to math because you're using your brain. Of course, you're using your brain when you do regular art as well, but you're using your brain in a way that makes it so mathematical and you're trying to discover things and you're seeing, okay, does this work? Does this not work? And that is really what can take your art to the next level. So, by my explanation of architecture scaling and proportion, which relates to ratio, you can clearly see that math truly is just another tool to help art be the amazing thing that it is. And it shows that these two things really aren't that different and can work in harmony to create something amazing. If you have enjoyed this episode of Art in Motion, or you've enjoyed any episode of any podcast at all, feel free to visit WNTHradio.com for many more podcasts covering a vast range of different topics, such as football, murder mysteries, science, and more. There's a whole world of digital media right under your fingertips, brought to you by the hard-working WNTH team. Well, that's just about it for today's episode of Art in Motion. Tune in next time for another discussion about another way art exists in the past, future, or modern world. Music